podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Razaban, if I for TV, you're proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're here in Bournemouth ahead of Billum Smith's return to his home city with me, uh, Johnny Nelson. Johnny, it's cold. How are we? It's cold, man. You know, last time we were here, we were swimming in the sea, like a little budgie smugglers on, living it up. It was like, wow. Now, you, you can walk on the sea. Some of them might are talking about going to swimming. I'm like, I ain't doing it. I don't care. I don't care what you offer me. I ain't doing it. I'll watch him and I'll film him. My big toe's not going in that water. Yeah, it's very cold. It's very cold. Um, obviously, another action-packed weekend on Sky on, on Saturday. Billum Smith. Um, everyone thought this might be Reactable. Everyone thought Reactable might take this fight. I spoke to Ben Chalom and he said, listen, both fighters have said, look, they, they're close to world titles, so why not both go and win world titles and, and maybe meet down the line? That's common sense. I think Billum Smith's ranked in the top five in almost every governing, governing body. Um, his opponent's ranked 14 by the WBO. Nine by the IBF. Oh, sorry, nine by the WBO. Fourteen by the IBF. Twenty-six by the WBA. Smith should get this job done um, uh, to to prove his rank and to say, listen, I belong here. Smith is shouting and screaming from the top of the from the rooftops to get boxing in Bournemouth. He's got his wish. Um, cracking fire against Isaac Chamberlain um, uh, last time we were here, and he showed his strength, how much he's come along as a fighter. Um, and so now you look at the world t- ch- uh, titles that are out there, you're the champions, they're all winnable fights. So you never know, we can have like three Brits that are holding belts uh, to fight each other. The cruiserweights are out there that, that are holding belts, they don't want to come here to, to the UK because that's where that's where the books are, that's where the attention is, that's where the ones that when you put bombs on seats. Ben said many times to me, you know, I've got a number of, of cruiserweights. We saw Marius Bradius, uh, Ali Pali, and he said, listen, I want all the cruiserweights here. I want to fight them. Yeah. Do you think we can get maybe a, like a Super 6 type competition within the cruiserweights at, at Sky? That's a great idea. I hope they do. That's a great idea. I think the, the, the fights that have been involved in those kind, that kind of competitions have really established themselves and got themselves recognition worldwide as, as the best. Uh, so realistically, doing something like that is, is excellent. And really, we got we got top cruiserweights from this country, cruiserweight that can dominate. You know, now the, the division's wide open. Now, uh, there's not one person you say he's the best. You know, every every everything you know, can argue about everybody's decision on who they think is the best or not. Chris is very confident that he land Chris Billum Smith. This is that he lands a world title as long as he comes through Saturday night but is that a lot of pressure on fighters when they know what's around the corner? No, no, because because he's, he, because him wanting um, uh, and, and, and demanding that he box here in, the, in, in Bournemouth I don't believe he'll make a mistake yet I don't believe he'll overlook his opponent I think he wants to show people look, I want to show you why I'm dominant why I should get a world title fight why I want you to follow me and watch me here in Bournemouth and put boxing the match here in, uh, on the map here in Bournemouth uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be very surprised uh, if he lost uh, Saturday night. I'd be very surprised if if he sh- even struggled. Um, Smith is a, a strong, competent uh, young man that's that's um, that can fight um, and he can fight better than, better than he can box. So if you ain't got no fighting, you, he'll, he'll punch you out of you. So you've got to be able to box as well as, as Bash when you're fighting uh, Smith. And so I think Saturday night, I expect him, I expect him to get the win. 
Dan Aziz uh, back in the ring, obviously with Buddy McGirt in his corner now. Mm. Uh, takes on Rocky Fielding. A lot of people thought Rocky might have just flown into the sunset after his loss you to Canelo. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm hearing he lives in Dubai. Um, and if I'm honest with you, I thought he'd, he'd, he'd kind of just fallen out of love with the game and then gone. Uh, what is he, 35 years old now? Um, when I saw this, I thought, you know what, that's, that's, that's a dangerous fight uh, for Dan because Fielding has the experience. Um, he can punch. Dan has pace um, and consistency, so that's what he needs to win this fight. Um, and, and it's a case of how much feeling he's got left. Is this right? Good timing for those two to fight each other? We don't know. Uh, but it's a case of how much he's got left. But it's a good fight. So it's not a given. And, and, and it's no secret, I'm a massive fan of Dan's. Uh, but I think this could be a banana skin. Uh, so again, he's got to show. He's got to. He, he needs a top draw performance. He can't afford to uh, uh, a below par uh, performance. Otherwise, he could lose against the feeling that on paper, you know, looking at what they've done and who's done what, he should actually win. But it depends on what he's got left. Nick Campbell, Caroline Dubois, Vidal, Riley, Lee Cutler, all back in action. Obviously, Caroline's had a great year. I believe five fights in this calendar year. Uh, Vidal, similar as well, four fights. Boxer really pushing kind of that next generation and yeah. keeping them active. Yeah, I think Vidal, Vidal should, should try and shout and scream to box for the British uh, title. Uh, I saw him ringside when we saw the uh, um, uh box for the British title. Um, Ali Pali. The, the, the Ali Pali. And I said, yo, you need to get in there. Get You need to get yourself with, because looking at what's out there, Vidal is actually, he's, but domestically, I'd put him up there. Uh, I think he's in that position to actually uh, compete for a British title. Uh, so that fight, I, you know, I said it on, on the show. I said, "Yo, you know, you want to talk about getting involved?" Callan Dubois, uh, you see the development of this young girl, and she is she's a proper Jekyll and Hyde. When the bell goes, she's on it. And so I think boxers are doing what they promised to do, which was push the, the fighters out. But that were overlooked. That were that were, were, were passed by. That were not given the credit that they, they thought they deserved. John, just moving away and sticking to cruiserweights, so a man we've spoken about a couple of weeks ago, Lawrence Okoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, ongoing issues outside of the ring mm-hmm. with, obviously, Eddie Hearn. 258 etc. He's finally broken silence and, and did a couple of interviews, one with IFL TV where he spoke about those issues. I'm not sure if you've, if you've seen, seen if you've seen, just want to get your reaction on, on this whole situation. He hasn't been in the ring since February, mm-hmm. so he's been very, very inactive. Um, what have you made of everything? Um, I was asked my opinion on it, it's just my opinion, you don't have to listen to nothing, that's, that's his call. Um, and sometimes uh, you've got to think Look, think of the bigger picture. Now, the argument is he believes he hasn't got one fight left with Eddie. Uh, Eddie believes he has. Uh, so now they're arguing outside of the ring. Uh, Lawrence, he's still a developing fighter and a champion, which means there's so much more for him to achieve um, and, and get better. There's so much space for him to get. But he's wasting valuable time sitting outside of the ring. Out of the ring. His promoters will argue with you all day, send you solicitors all day long, wasting your time. I personally, if it was me, I'd either, uh, so Lawrence is saying he ain't got to fight with him. If he hasn't, go and fight. And pay your, pay your dues what you've got to pay, pay percentage you promote and say, right, I'm out, I've done, that's my fight, I'm out of this. Or take the fight, fight the one more fight he's got with, with Matron, get it on with him, get on with your career. Because you're wasting valuable time outside the ring arguing with man that do this for a living. You're a fighter. 
and, and you can be a, a, an outstanding fighter. You can unify those titles, but whilst you're spending time outside the ring, everybody else is passing you by. Everybody else is developing. Everybody else is, is, is sharpening their tools. Everybody else is moving forward with their career. That's just my opinion. That's how I look at it. I've seen it happen so many times uh, with fights in their, in their careers. And in years to come, he'll think, you know what, I did waste my time there. Sometimes it's good to lose a battle and win a war. And, uh, and so to get a period victory and say, yes, I beat you in court, I told you, you've just wasted two years, a year and a half of your career arguing over, over, over something. You know, so I, I personally, that's what I think you should do. <clears throat> I don't know enough of the ins and outs of the contract, but what I'm hearing on the outside, that's my opinion of what I hear on the outside. Yeah. One of the things that Lawrence mentioned was that Eddie has gone on record to say that he's got one fight left and, and we're going to have that fight, basically. Yeah. You know, Eddie, Eddie goes on to further say that he's, he's taken financial hits and, and made some losses on Lawrence and he wants to recoup a bit of money. Now, Lawrence's argument back was that, well, if I'm making you losses, Right? And I'm not making the money. Why do you want me to fight and again on your platform? Was, and Eddie's response was? Eddie's response after that was, uh, no, Eddie's clearly said this contractually he's obliged to have a fight and, and we'll see how it plays out. We've obviously got this issue so with David a, Light. So there's a bit of a contradiction there. So with the contradictions, Eddie's got to, <clears throat> if he's saying I've, I've, I've taken it and lost money on you, um, will he make money on him and make his money up with this fight? We don't know. Or is it, is it a pride thing? Saying, well, no, you know what? This is our deal. I've, I've, I've put my knock on the line for you, so I'm going to make you stick to the contract. That's not what it sounds like, Eddie's saying. Um, and, and, and if that is the case, that is the case. And, and, and if Lawrence really believes uh, uh, his case is correct and he's on point, you know, and he hasn't got a fight, then go and fight somebody else. And, and, and that's it. You know, it's, it's a, there's a lot of he said, she said. You know, Lawrence has his point of view, Eddie has his point of view. And, and remember, promoters will get stick uh, when they make or don't make. And sometimes when they put a show on and lose dough, you know, they don't get much pity from people. When they make dough, they get a lot of stick from people. Fighters, uh, we are fighters because we're fighters. You know, our job is to fight. Our job is to make as much money for ourselves and, and pick up as many titles as possible while we're at it. And so there's two lanes to stay in. Um, and, and so for Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence is a very clever, articulate young man. And I hear where he's coming from. I hear what he's saying. But again, you're wasting your true talent, your talent right now. You might be a promoter, man, manager, matchmaker, whatever, when you finish boxing. Right now you're a boxer. Make the most of your career. Do, do <clears throat> what you're good at, what you are the best at. Uh, so I just, to me, I don't get it. I don't get it. One of the aspects that Eddie said when he did his interview with Coogan uh, was that what initiated some of this was Sky made an illegal approach while he was under contract and made him an offer. And the offer stayed that he would become the face of Sky and offered him ridiculous amount of money. Lawrence has come out and said clearly that you don't have to match it, just get closer and I accept. Lawrence then says that Eddie Hearn once has asked for £500,000 for him to kind of walk away from the contract, which Eddie has then gone on to deny. So is it just getting messy yeah, and messy? It's he said, she said. You know, face this guy, I want £500,000, blah, blah. He said, she said. You know, these guys know what's being said and done. If Lawrence believes it, there is no contract there, fight. Go and fight. If Eddie didn't say what he didn't say, then then you know what? It's just that's just how it is. You know, you, you stick to what's in, stick to fact, not fiction, not hearsay. What you and I are talking about. These guys know what's going on behind closed doors, um, and we're probably making it more of a uh, um, uh, uh, more of a battle than what it is. You know, but I think for Lawrence as a fighter, 
I'm telling you, don't waste your time uh, when you should be developing as a fighter. Is it sad to see that, Johnny, because, you know, uh, Matchroom have done a great job for, for Lawrence, mm-hmm. British, Commonwealth, European, yeah. world champion, um, done a great job. But is it sad to see that it's ending the way it seemed like oh, it's yes, going to so, end? So you can't, you can't educate someone, you can't, you can't make someone better, and then when they become better and become independent and smart enough to stand on their own two feet, you're pissed off that they stand on their own two feet. You made them that way. And you're put in a position where you think, right, believe in yourself, this is what you can do. So Lawrence has believed in himself and saying, well, this is what, thank you, McGahan. You know what I mean? That's, 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 that's like in anything, in teaching, in, in how you teach anybody, in parenting, that's life. So, so Matchroom have got to either say, you know what, good on you, you never know, you might come back down the line uh, and work with us. But, but Lawrence is going to make the most or trying to make the most of, of where he has got to in his career. And he, he, he I'm quite sure he appreciates what Matchroom have done. I'm quite sure there's, there's, no, there's no secret about that. It's quite obvious what they've done for him. Uh, but now he's at a stage where he thinks, right, you know what, I want what's best for me. God offered something better than you can offer me. He said, cool, now I'm taking it, you're not happy about it. So that's just that. It's hard. In fighting, boxing, there's a lot of, sometimes fighters will be trained with trainers that they have a, a good personal relationship with, but they can only get them so far. And you either stay with them out of loyalty and your career stays right there, or you leave them on what's best for you and your career source. You know, but sometimes it, it involves making hard, tough decisions. Lawrence was very appreciative of, 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 of that, that what Matchroom have done, was appreciative of Eddie giving him a Rolex. But he, he described it and he, and he, changed, he rolled the reverse. He, he kind of almost gave the example that, Eddie, you're with Sky. You get offered a billion dollars to go to the zone and you take what's best for your business and best for yourself. And I've been offered something, but I've also given you the opportunity to match it or get close and I'll stay with you. Yeah, exactly. And so, and he's got, putting it that way, he's got a point. But Eddie is reacting how, how he would react. You know, was Sky happy that he did what he did? I don't know. You know, but Eddie did what was best for him. Lawrence is doing what's best for him. And, and, and so Eddie's not just going to roll over. Of course he's going to kick and scream and not be happy about it. But he's doing what's best for him. Uh, I just, and again, I'm going back to the fact that, you know, you're wasting valuable time having an argument outside of boxing that's taking almost a year out of your career. It could go on even longer and longer. And, 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 and these are valuable times where you could have had two, three fights down this, at this point and, and developed yourself, polished yourself as a fight even more. So, but I get where he's at here, what you're saying, but sometimes, again, I say it, sometimes it's good to lose a battle and win a war. Conor Ben um, was quite active on social media the other day, he was posting a lot, resharing a lot of stories on his Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you read his statement, um, just kind of get your reaction on what you take from that. Well, we, all we can say is Conor Ben, he still loves boxing, Conor Ben still wants to fight, Conor Ben still screaming his innocence. So what we can see is wait and see, see, see what he's said and done, uh, see where he's fighting, through what governing body he's fighting, uh, what, what, what findings have been found and it's all speculation so far. So again we just got to wait, wait and see and listen it's a talking point but you know Connor, um, uh, Connor, we've got to wait and see, just wait and see what happens. He said um, that he'll forgive but he'll never forget the people that obviously were quite... Oh, you see I get that, I get where he's coming from but the fact are the facts. The facts are people are reacting to what is being said. So he's basically saying, believe me and not your lying guys. It's hard. That's hard. So until people know the facts, of course, they're going to they're gonna come to that assumption. 
And so, so I understand the hurt, I understand the pain, I understand the frustration, but he's asking people to, to believe in something that they just are struggling to, to where well, there's, there's no fact. And so, so, and I get it, I get, I get him being pissed, I get it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it, that's how it is, you know, that's, that's that, but you, you don't know these people on a personal level. And they don't know you on a personal level. So you can't blame them thinking what they're thinking. You can't blame people thinking, well, that's, you tell me something else. You know, you, you can't. And so that's, that's just how it is. Um, Andy Joshua is in America. Um, yeah. I saw pictures of him in the gym with Virgil Hanna. Yeah. We've seen him with Derek James as well. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's confirmed that, yeah, he's trying to put together a new training team. Yeah. Um, so how much more can someone at that age learn? Remember, uh, AJ started boxing at the age of 18. Uh, I personally think AJ should have a year out. I think he should um, <clears throat> uh, go, go with coaches. You know, immerse himself in boxing. Go to dirty little stinky gyms, man. You know, you know and learn so much more because he's still got a lot to learn and he still can pick it up. Um, and he still has to come at, be at peace with himself to think, right then, I've reset, I'm back. Remember, this guy was at the top of his game for seven years. He got beat by a guy twice, so he knows there's a man out there can, that can beat him. He doesn't think there's a man out there that can beat him. He knows there's a man out there. So his head's going to be like, damn. Because his motivation is, when you, believe you're, when you really believe you're the best in the world, when you're a champion, you believe you're the best in the world. It doesn't matter if you believe it. You, if, once you believe you're the best in the world, you think, right, that's it. So when all of a sudden reality kicks in, you think, Ross, I'm not the best in the world. What is my, what is my motivation? There's a man out there that can beat me. You know? And so you've got to re-motivate, re revitalize yourself. You've got to re-energize yourself and think, right then, you know, I've, I've got to find another reason to fight. I've got to somehow make sure <clears throat> that I can fix this. I believe if you box a Zuzik a hundred times, he probably wins in five. Um, but I just think for, for it's, it's tough. It's hard for him. But I pers my personal opinion is I think he should take a year out. Get his head right. All right, Johnny, I know you want to get back in. We've got some duties, but I appreciate you giving me a little bit of time. I'm sure we'll catch up with you tomorrow at the weigh-in. Peace. Johnny Nelson. Am I taking you out for full tomorrow night? Yeah. Tomorrow? My man. Kentucky on me, man. Kentucky's on me. Johnny Nelson, IFL TV. Sports Social Podcast Network. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.